0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and people who define themselves however they want to define themselves, not necessarily as a lady or a gentleman. Um, Welcome to This is the Pits, starring Michael Oberst, Chelsea Greenwood, and Brad Pitt. It's really great to be here today.
1: Our guest today is none other than Brad Pitt. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Can you imagine
0: what an amazing movie? Like, if all the movies, (laughs) but of all the movies that Brad Pitt had to be a guest on, it would have to be this one. (laughs) Well, let me tell you something about this movie before we actually talk about the movie itself. Okay. You can't do research on a movie like this without doing a deep dive into their relationship. So I have spent the last hour just trying to figure out. What happened between the two of them? And so my research isn't so great this episode.
1: It's wild because, like, I look at their relationship and I just, it just doesn't seem right.
0: Something happened.
1: Something's not right with them.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what, this movie came out in November of 2015 they announced to the world they're getting divorced September 2016 when they're giving interviews about this movie they're like in love with each other everything's great he's so supportive she's had a double mastectomy and she's also had her ovaries removed he's been there through the fucking hormone treatments they look at each other with so much love and then less than a year later bada bing bada boom
1: i think they're f- they're faking it that's what that's what the love of the take. divorce
0: cuz wouldn't that be great if they were the
1: love oh Oh my god imagine faking a divorce how that's dramatic no um i think they're faking the love because they don't seem i don't know it just seems so dialed in like you you sent me an interview with the two of them yeah
0: from entertainment today or whatever
1: yeah and it, it was like fine but like they the way that they interact with each other is just it seems so fake i guess just like I don't like know. Like they really hate each other. I don't other, know.
0: Like they do in the movie. Yeah. It's almost like if the two characters in By the Sea had to pretend that they loved each other, that's how they would act.
1: Well, uh, yeah, exactly. And they said in that interview, like, you know, anyone who thinks that this comes from a real place for us um, is wrong because we, if, if, mm-hmm. if this were anything like our actual relationship, we wouldn't make it. We wouldn't be able to um, make As it. a couple. Yeah, we we wouldn't be able to make it as right. a couple. Like, we wouldn't handle it. Right. Um, and I think that that's fairly true, mm. but they, they do... They act really well. I think, like, to a point, that's true. Like, you could fight the whole time and make the movie. Yeah. You know who I want to get? I want to get one of the PAs from that movie on this podcast to tell us exactly how... Was it real? Because, you know, Brad loves a method acting moment. So he... I could see him really being annoying and frustrated with his wife, who is in charge.
0: I just have to say that it's, it's worth mentioning that this was their honeymoon.
1: I know. So, so wild. And
0: to back up, like, how disingenuous their relationship feels, like, if you really loved each other, or like, a honeymoon is for you to be alone celebrating mm-hmm. your love, not, like, doing anything possible, like, doing everything but that. Right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's weird exactly. that they even
0: call it a honeymoon.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just think that um, I don't know. It's 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 hard to say like what these people are really like because they're so crazy. Also, <laughs> their honeymoon probably lasted a full year. Like,
0: yeah, well, who's like to they say? took
1: yeah. So, and they have like five kids at this point. So what what honeymoon? They just it's like a f- vacation. They're fine. Um, I love. That she. This is the only movie that she is credited as Angelina Jolie-Pitt.
0: I know, I know, and it makes me...
1: Very short-lived.
0: I'm having a lot of emotions about this because I really... I mean, they have six kids, and I really want to believe in them, and I... I just hate that they're not together anymore. And I hate that they hated each other when they were making this movie, and I have so many points.
1: I think that... um, I didn't like them together. I, I just it oh didn't God. feel super natural. I feel like Angelina sort of like, like mind controls Brad Pitt a little bit. He just doesn't seem like a good fit for her and vice versa. So I am glad that they divorced. I don't like Angelina Jolie oh all God. that much. Oh my God. Um, Brad Pitt, I think is a great dude who deserves someone who's a little bit better for him. Um, so anyway, that's my take on that.
0: So hold, 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 because I always felt the same way with you. I was just like, Angelina's clearly crazy. She's obviously very toxic. Brad's my boy. I love him so much. But in doing the deep dive that I did, it seems as though he was like doing drugs and, and alcohol and may not have been the best father. And I'm beginning to just not necessarily agree with Angelina or believe her even, but I'm just opening that door to maybe Brad wasn't such a great dad.
1: No, but I don't think his, I don't think him being a good or bad dad should affect whether or not Angelina is good for him. I think he might be a bad dad. I think if anything, that's a testament to him not being good for (laughs) Angelina and vice versa, because he's not, he's not prepared to be a dad to my stupid microphone. He's not prepared to be a dad. Um, to those kids, or a husband to her, he's Brad Pitt who does a different thing, and he needs different but things. But that's
0: heartbreaking because there's that's seven people. Then that's seven people that he's letting down. That
1: is heartbreaking. But maybe he didn't want those things. Maybe he didn't want seven kids. Maybe he was doing it because Angelina wanted it, and she was pressuring him to do it. Oh, and but so that, she did. That
0: makes me say, "Fuck you, Brad!" Like grow a pair. You know? No, I mean, I seven, think six kids. Yeah.
1: I don't think it's like grow pair. I think it's like, <laughs> come on, Angelina. Well, it, you know what? Okay, yeah, you've adopted that many kids.
0: I don't want to give her that much credit. Like, come on, he. This is a. Too That's true. Street. It's
1: like, all right, Brad. Look, you you said yes. It's like you're here now. So fucking. Yeah.
0: And I read an article that she said, you know, the wedding wasn't that big of a deal. The bigger deal was when we signed the adoption papers for Zahara and Maddox because that was like us deciding we were going to do something together, we were going to engage on something together. She was like, marriage was really meaningless compared to that moment. Now you think, so that was in 2016, we're in 2019, and they still haven't officially ended their divorce, they're still in custody hearings. It's crazy.
1: Woof, that's wild
0: Woof, Buzz's girlfriend
1: I don't know, like I guess I just think that Angelina wanted those things And so she made Brad do those things And he should have either said no or sacked up and been a better dad But like
0: He knew he couldn't be with her if he didn't, if he wasn't with her kids though So he conformed to what she needed I don't think she asked him
1: Exactly that's, No, I, I think she was like, I'm doing this, you can join me or not It's going to be very public though, so You know Anyway, um, they're divorced now. They are failed, failures as people. Well,
0: they're trying <laughs> to get divorced now, still, even to this day.
1: True. They're not They're not quite there yet.
0: So let me talk to you and take you back to the year of 2015. Oh, please do. So <laughs> the weird thing about 2015 is that it may have, like, all of the information I'm about to tell you is so fresh on my mind that 2015 may as well have been yesterday. But it also could have been, like, Literally a hundred years ago. (laughs) And that's how I feel about this episode. This is episode 43. That both feels like the most episodes anyone has ever recorded of a podcast, but also feels like we've done nothing. Right. Like 43 and 2015 are those weird numbers where it's like a lot and also a little at the same time.
1: Yeah. For 43. I mean, if I found a brand new podcast that I'd never heard before and they only had 43 episodes, I'd be like, well, they're just getting started.
0: Isn't 43 Trump's number?
1: 45.
0: 45, okay. Well, 43 was
1: up, George Bush.
0: Ugh. I, I almost launched into something, but I'm not going to. I'm going to reel it in, talk about 2015, which is when Trump decided he was going to run for president of the United States. And he announced that he was going to do it, and we all said, that's never going to fucking happen.
1: I, th- I always thought it was going to I was like, you know what? This dude might...
0: Ugh, I just uh. couldn't possibly... I mean, I didn't think it was going to happen until he was elected in the primaries. And then I said, oh, OK, that when he like, made it to the official rounds.
1: Right. Well, regardless of where you stand on Trump, which I think most of our listeners probably stand in a similar place. But regardless of where you stand, you have to admit it's insane. Like that time <laughs> when he said he was going to run for president, no matter no matter whether you supported him or not, it was like, oh, wow. Wow. Donald Trump. Running for president. Okay. Yeah. That's, I guess that's, it was happening. a joke.
0: We were like, it we was crazy running for president. And then he fucking won all the primaries and Oiva Manoiva. It
1: that just was is crazy NFL. that it happened. I mean, I, it's, I think it's truly one of the like biggest upsets ever. Um, yeah. So what else anyway,
0: that happened. Hotline bling was number one.
1: Oh my God, I forgot about that song. I love that song. Wait, this is when we worked together, because we used to listen to that song together in the office.
0: We listened together. We were working on Mythbusters' The Search
1: mm-hmm. in 2015.
0: When this movie came out, we had just wrapped The Search, like, within weeks. And lo and behold, little did we know we would be talking about it so many years later.
1: Well, it's, we didn't even know that it came out. <laughs>
0: And well, that's what I mean. But what we did know that came out that year, which y- I credit you for telling me about, was Nathan for You.
1: Uh, wait, that's when it started.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 2015. Oh, I love that, that show. Year.
0: You love you told you told me about Nathan for You. You've been watching it all year.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, that's um, one of the best shows. That's the that's basically why I moved to LA because I wanted to work on that show. Still, I still haven't yet, but I will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart ended that year.
1: That was one of my favorite shows. Yeah.
0: So 2015 was a big year in pop culture. Politically, there was all sorts of random fucking shit going on. Like Cuba, Barack Obama became friends with Cuba again. Trump promptly kicked that out when he became president. Um, Hamilton the Musical premiered that year. And um, oh, here's a big one. Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner.
1: Oh, that was big. That was big. And then um, she proceeded to, tell, to say that she
0: supports Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cool. She doesn't anymore, though, because Trump doesn't support trans people, which is why I started this episode saying, just be who you want to be, listeners. I don't care what gender you are, you know?
1: Yeah. That's, um, that's very nice of you, Chelsea, and I think that we gained a lot of listeners for that. So
0: I am a white cis woman. <laughs> 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 I'm Jewish.
1: I'm a white cis woman. Hear me roar.
0: <laughs> Hear me support
1: people who have bigger problems I come problems from than a me. very
0: well off family in Sherman House, And I now live in Brooklyn where I produce commercials <laughs> And <laughs> so I, I have really opinions <laughs> <laughs> But I'm Jewish Uh-oh. You got that Yeah um, Anyway <laughs> um, That's pretty much it Oh remember Martin Skrelly
1: Oh uh, Shrek Yes I remember that bitch That piece
0: of shit <laughs> Who bought the one and that that Wu Tang Clan album? And then, literally, to that same month, got arrested for having a Ponzi scheme.
1: He also raised the price of uh, AIDS medication to like four hundred dollars a bottle, or some crazy yeah, shit. He was like, literally he
0: literally the biggest piece of shit that ever lived. Besides it's Trump, crazy, Together, yeah.
1: It would be hilarious. I'm surprised Trump hasn't appointed him to his cabinet yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, it's a weird thing because it was like, what a weird and strange time where like these people were dominating the media.
1: This is when the world really started to change. Like, I feel like mm. between the time that Obama got elected and now, it seemed like a natural progression. Like, like George Bush was a shitty Republican who, you know, was very conservative and everyone felt like they were being oppressed under his reign. And then... Obama gets elected, and it feels like a natural progression. Like, oh, we're out of like this. The pendulum
0: is, swung. The
1: pendulum is swinging. We're like growing as a country and like maturing. This is so nice. I mean, he's still, Obama still has his flaws. He's conservative for a Democrat, whatever. But he's good. And then.
0: Oh my God, hope was I the don't thing think, then.
1: I don't think anyone expected it to swing this far in the other no. direction.
0: No, and, and 2015 crazy. was the beginning. Yeah. Just the beginning. And I'll have yeah. you know what happened in 2016. Besides Trump's election was that Brad and Angelina filed for divorce. And I just, Brad's life. We're, it's Brad's life. And we're just living in it. I would like to put forward that maybe we're living in his world. And he's had some troubled times. And that's why all this bad shit is happening. It's because the golden child of Brad Pitt has been struggling, and so the world is struggling. And maybe once he moves on and falls in love and feels really good about himself, then, too, the world shall change. Is that crazy? Oh. It's pretty mm, crazy.
1: Yeah, it's a little crazy. But it's okay. <laughs> um, do you want to hear some movies that won awards for the year 2015? I sure do. So we just know?
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. I have. I, you mean the year before?
1: No. I mean, for the year 2015.
0: So 2016 In Oscars. 2016.
1: The 2016 yes. Oscars, which represented the year 2015, <coughs> 2015. which is the yeah. year that this movie came out, which yep. I sort of feel like this movie was trying to... It's like it, someone said it, it's, it feels like a European art film art and film, not yeah. like a blockbuster, and that's I yeah. really agreed with that. We haven't even begun to talk about the movie. We're so stupid. No, um, because
0: there's so many fun things happening in 2015. We've got plenty of it's time. It's
1: true okay it's true all right so things that won um best picture well brad actually was nominated for um a best picture winning film as a producer the big short which we'll talk about um in a couple episodes uh but what won was spotlight oh wait did we talk about this already no not really well spotlight won um i liked that movie that was good
0: that was the year leonardo won for best actor
1: that's correct. Best actor was Leonardo. Best yeah. director was uh, Ina Ratu for The Revenant. Yeah. Best actress was Brie Larson for Room. Oh, my God. I loved oh. that movie. I just watched mm-hmm, it for the
0: first mm-hmm. time on a plane. So fucking good. It's a great plane movie. I, would, I saw it in the theaters, but I, I would probably have preferred it had I seen it on an airplane. Yeah. No, like, hold good. up in a place you can't escape.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I. Afterward, I had to watch a movie that was like had big open spaces. <laughs> um. And then nothing else. I mean, the big short, which is Brad's movie, was nominated for a bunch of stuff. Mad Max was a big movie that year. I love that movie. Oh, my God. I Um, love
0: that movie. That movie was, like, one of those movies that you're just watching and you're like, holy fuck, like...
1: Yeah, you just Film. have a boner the whole time you're watching it. Film is it. so
0: cool, and wow, ho, ah, woo, woo.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is movies. Like This movies. is what I come to the movies for. Let me tell it's you fun. what I
0: felt the exact opposite about. Bye this movie? Oh <laughs> okay,
1: tell me. All right, let's God. talk about this movie now. Tell me your opinions. Oh, okay. Let me hear your opinions.
0: So I started watching this movie a couple years ago on because it's on HBO Go, and I was like, Every once in a while when I'm bored and there's nothing on Netflix, I'll go to HBO Go and I'll scroll through. And I was like, oh my God, by the see Brad and Angelina, slam dunk, gonna watch it. I think I made it, well, now I know, I probably made it 35 minutes in before I turned it off slash fell asleep. hmm And I remember really disliking it. Um, yeah. Then you and I talked briefly over the week and you were like, oh, I'm really excited to do this movie and talk about it on the podcast. So I was like, oh, maybe... It's one of those 12 Years a Slave kind of things where I had a, be- a worse memory than the actual movie. Nope. Definitely nope, still, not.
1: You still hated the whole thing.
0: I... So I didn't hate necessarily the whole thing, but I... I thought it was nearly over, and it, I had an hour left, and that's the worst feeling in a movie ever.
1: That happened to me a few times as well. <laughs> I, I was just
0: like, what could I possibly care anymore?
1: I just... I <laughs> kept being like... Being like, oh, okay, so that's how this movie's gonna end. Okay, cool. I yeah. I think that's a good ending. I like that. And then I would like check the movie and be like, oh, that wasn't the ending. I have like an hour left. Okay, so let me just keep watching. And then I'd watch for another like thirty minutes and be like, Oh, that's how this is gonna end. Okay, cool. I like that <laughs> yeah. ending. And then be like, Nope, actually it's still still not done. Okay, so here we go. So Yeah. I but I also have to say that I got um very high again. It's whenever I eat an edible and I get like, like staggeringly too high. Like you just violently like violently movie. and I can't think about anything else. And all I can focus on is the movie. Mm. Um, th- I think that's why I actually kind of liked it. Which I know that's a that's an unpopular opinion.
0: No, because you it's a, like what you like, girlfriend.
1: No, 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 no. I just mean it's an unpopular opinion in the public realm because everybody hated this movie. The box office hated this movie. Critics hated this movie. I think that just anybody who wasn't Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt l- didn't like this movie. Um, and me. Little old me.
0: I have to say, I the last maybe five or six movies, I haven't taken that many notes. I took a lot in this one. Um, maybe because there was so much space to take notes, like the action yeah. wasn't extreme. So, like, maybe yeah. I was just like grasping at straws. But one of the notes I wrote twice was one of them better commit fucking suicide. I said, one of them better commit suicide or else I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. <laughs> like, this movie, they keep showing <laughs> the water say,
1: bustling. <laughs> one of them better commit suicide or else I will.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I should have fucking said that. Um, because, like, they show the water and they show both of them, like, he's drinking gin for breakfast. And I'm like, fuck. Your dick's off.
1: For sure. About 20 minutes in, I was trying to guess how she was going to kill herself. And the top yeah. contenders were that she was going to overdose on pills or jump off those cliffs.
0: Yeah, which is what they made you think, I would have loved to have seen him find her body in the tub or something.
1: I thought he was going to. I think a couple scenes. I, okay, really quick. This is what the movie's about. It's about a married couple who is older. They've been married for a long time. Um, who goes to this remote town. in? Um, oh, but they
0: were both very successful in New York City.
1: In the 70s. Yeah, 60s or 70s, something like that. So they go to this small remote town uh, in in Europe, uh, Malta specifically, and they are trying to repair their marriage while Brad Pitt's character is trying to write a book. I'm not entirely sure why Angelina Jolie bothered to go because she clearly didn't want to be there and he clearly didn't want to be around her. Yeah, she says it it, it every day. She really lets us know she doesn't want to be there. And Brad goes,
0: Have a nice day, honey. And she goes, I won't. What a cunt.
1: She's (laughs) in Malta. Yeah. But also, I was trying to think, like, while I was watching it, I was like, Oh, yeah, what do you do in a place like Malta where there is nothing to do and there is no TV?
0: You paint. Like, what
1: do you do? Paint. Yeah, but what if there's no paint? You can't go buy some. What?
0: You go, you go, like, I don't know. You don't either. A, you don't go or you like enjoy the fact that you're in a beautiful place.
1: That's my one thing. With the, I think that's what she ended up doing is just sitting on the balcony looking out on the ocean. What's your next note? Because I have a lot.
0: So I also have a lot. I will say that maybe what you just said, just this just came to me was like, why would she even go? He's going to work. She's going to relax. Well, I might remind you that this is their honeymoon and maybe that was a little bit of a mirroring even though they claim in interviews that there was no mirroring in real life to their real lives um i just want to also clarify some things about the world in which this is set because he's really successful she's really she's just there for some reason and then they clearly hate each other something has gone down you don't know what it is did he cheat on her have they been trying to have babies then like An hour and 40 minutes in, which feels like 16 hours, you find (laughs) out that they've had several miscarriages and that she's barren and that's the root of their issues.
1: Yeah, and they really lead you to believe that it's a cheating thing.
0: Yeah, just like they really believe you to think that she's going to commit suicide. But it kind of irks me that a woman with six kids made a movie about being barren. Like... I find it to be kind of disrespectful to the pain that barren women feel. I'm not making this like as a broad statement, but it just was a minute where I was like, I was like, ooh, that's a little bit like, fuck off, bitch. You have six kids. But then again, remove yeah. art from life. And I get that. And I shouldn't say that. But like, it's a thing that I wrote down.
1: Well, okay. I get what you're saying. But also, she made the movie. With her mother in mind, who I know, her, which is funny, her mother, her birth mother, who birthed her, her birth,
0: her birth. Her. <laughs>
1: um,
0: she was in the who's hospital. Not and she heard another woman wailing about how she was barren. Blah blah blah.
1: Right. So okay, and I guess somebody had to make that movie, and maybe not all barren women are able to just make this movie, and so she made it for them, and the grief is whatever. Um,
0: but that's my point. It's like how fucking if you're gonna make a movie about the devolution of a marriage due to barrenness you and your fucking superstar husband are gonna then just go gallivant in an island in malta it just seems really unpretentious it seems like kind of gross where and she wrote directed produced and starred in it it just seems very like I don't think she had any ill intention, but I couldn't. Help You're right. Like, I, you know I, what, you ne- fucking bitch. You know,
1: I didn't actually, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, it is yeah. a little like, why, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, I mean, I'm particularly sensitive to it. I have some friends who have really been trying, you know, it's like the most heartbreaking thing in the world is someone who wants to have kids who can't have kids. Like, yeah, it sucks. Um, so that was just a note that I made.
1: Um, was, here's was a note here. that I made. So. I have a couple, two, two in a row. First of all, Investigate Brad's French. I didn't do that. Did you? <laughs> no. But I, Did you?
0: Uh, was I didn't.
1: Because it seems like he... Uh, it, was, it sounded good, but I don't know. I don't speak French, so I don't know <laughs> I was, if it was I good.
0: Was, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering... If he just learned those lines, or if he actually speaks French? Or if he like I, literally just learned the lines.
1: <laughs> almost positive that he doesn't speak French. Almost positive. I do believe yeah. he took French lessons to get the accent right, but I he does not know French. Um next note was uh this is a live action Vanity Fair photo shoot. Oh, that I was, was not- why I was so in because Hundred percent. Right recently we've been seeing Brad Pitt in a lot of like photo shoots where he looks so good. And this was one. Like every single thing in this movie. Every single one of her outfits, every single one of oh his God, outfits, they looked so good, and well, I was just that's like, "Why
0: I'm so disappointed!" Like the, the it opens with him in that old Citroen, like driving down the highway. She's got her glasses so on, beautiful. she's got her hat on. Yeah, light. It's like that that like fucking French light is just gorgeous. It looks stunning. So it's so sad that like such a rich and deep universe held such a flimsy. Story, but like absolutely, you can't deny that this was the DP did an amazing job, and the styling was amazing.
1: Here is my defense of the story. I
0: think that it's it
1: forces you to be bored and feel the boredom and the isolation that Mm -hmm. they felt of their whatever their relationship problems is. I think as I was trying to figure out, like, did he cheat on her? Like, what's happening? Like, I sort of started realizing it doesn't entirely matter. Um, because it just doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't no, matter I, what I the totally problem was. And so I think that their, what their isolation of their problems were interesting because then when it gets to the point, which we haven't even talked about where there's a hole in the wall, there's a hole in the wall in so their that room. That was the
0: interesting thing for me. The hole in the wall.
1: Yeah. The and The mirroring they f- was cool. Right. So they look through this hole in the wall and they see the couple that's staying next door to them. They're a young couple who is on their actual honeymoon and they're like fucking nonstop. And they're, um, you know, presumably able to have babies, which makes her jealous. And like,
0: She's pregnant. We find out at the end.
1: Right. And so Angelina is jealous of their bonding and the, the relationship that they have. And I think that, um, You wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to really give a shit about this other couple if we didn't spend so much time being bored and annoyed. Like I felt a little annoyed with each of them in their own way. I was like, God damn it, Brad is just nonstop drunk, and like, God damn it, Angelina, why are you such a like piss pot? Like boring, kill
0: popper, wine, 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 kill me in my face.
1: Yeah, both of them are boring and annoying, and they're they're both have their own problems. But without that feeling, I wouldn't have been able to give a shit about the hole in the wall.
0: I don't know if that's true, because I think... I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I I can... I, I get it. I just think that that hole in the wall is, like, sexy and interesting, and you would be intrigued anyway, because there was so much little... There's so little going on in the other people's lives. Like, you're 100% right. But I don't think that that... For me, I don't care. Like, I still don't care that they're both two pieces of shit. I don't ever like a movie where people are arguing for an entire movie. There's a few of them out there in the world. I'm not wild about just seeing two people dislike each other, you know?
1: See, I am. See, I also felt like watching... Like, there's this Instagram couple that I follow (laughs) on Instagram. that's
0: voyeuristic. Let me tell you, that's a different story.
1: But they broke up, and it's a very messy breakup. Uh, And I cannot stop. I cannot stop watching it. And, And it feels like... A hole in the wall for me and my boyfriend because we both are like, oh my god, did you no. see what? The,
0: well, that's the best was posted? Thing that, that ever could be, Michael. I real <laughs> life, sh- that's what I'm saying. That's why the hole in the wall in the movie was. Thank God it was there. I wish that they had developed it a little bit more, like because what happens in the film is that they start to grow more attached to each other over their joint arousal and intrigue over this couple.
1: Well, it goes. It takes, a, it takes a couple turns, right? Because yeah. it starts out where they're, like, aroused and intrigued. Yeah. And then it sort of gets a little perverse because she starts buying him, buying the husband of yeah. the other couple. She starts buying him clothes yeah. that look like her husband's clothes. Yeah. And then imagining that she's that girl and, like, it's kind of perverse and Brad, like, calls her out for yeah. it.
0: She loses her shit. Brad the whole time is like, I love you, let's fix this, let's talk. And she's like, no, fuck you, I can't touch you, I don't. It's still, like, it just doesn't, I just wanted them to develop that weirdness. Like, let's watch her lose her mind. Or, like, then she ends up sleeping with this happy cup, the guy, she ends up, okay, so Angelina ends up seducing the husband in the other room
1: Mm -hmm.
0: on his honeymoon so that everything we had just watched was a facade.
1: I don't know. I think it's, I don't know how common it is for people on their honeymoon to cheat.
0: But the whole point Um, was like, we're seeing them be madly in love with each other this whole time and like nothing could go wrong. And like they shattered their idea. Like it was young love versus old love. And like, you know what I mean?
1: Well, she's also on pills. So she's probably, she might not be thinking about how, the fact that she's cheating with him and that he is willing to cheat makes the whole happy couple thing fall apart. She probably didn't consider that. She probably viewed herself as... No, of course not, yeah. She viewed herself as uh, the other husband's wife. And so... Oh, you mean she really
0: went into a delusional state.
1: So when she goes... Well, not full delusional, but like she just... She identifies so much with his wife that she thinks that when she seduces him, that it'll be like a seamless transition for him, for both of them. And it won't, it's not cheating because there's a, it's, it's real. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yes, I do know what you mean. I think it's interesting if that's the case when Brad keeps saying, and he says from the beginning, why are you trying? Cause she, the whole time she's harping on, like, or do you want to fuck this girl? She wakes him up from sleeping. Like, do you want to fuck this girl? The whole time she's like. Oh coming God, I'm after him. She's like trying to, he's always saying, why are you trying to destroy me? Why are you trying to make me a bad person? And then she cheats. So like, I guess what I'm saying is like these themes are all very interesting and should have been capitalized on. Because for me, just the touch on them doesn't do enough for me, like enough for me to want to sit there for two fucking hours. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: And then okay, have yeah, both fair. couples
0: just walk away happily. Like, give me some fucking more.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. Like I wanted a more, I definitely wanted a more resolute ending, you know, it's sort of, I don't know, but it just, it was like they were trying, she was trying so hard to make this art film and then she exactly. fucking did. And yeah. it's like this art film about marriage and
0: uh, but it's so weird. It's so weird that on their honeymoon that she decided to, like, be a horribly depressed person, like, crying on the floor in every fucking scene. Oh, God. It's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. It's like I, it was I just personally don't enjoy that. I can say that it's beautiful, but it wasn't like... Wow, an amazing film. It's just like, oh my God, I could I could make this with a great DP.
1: They could have they could have cut out twenty five to thirty minutes of that movie and it would have been just as effective,
0: I think. Exactly the same. Or they could have cut out twenty to thirty and like bulked up some storytelling.
1: Well yeah, or they could have just left it the same length and just cut some scenes and added different ones.
0: The other um, thing I wanted to ask you though, when it's when they say that Angelina wrote this. Does that mean she wrote the script? right it, wrote the
1: script. my. I didn't even look at the writer's credits because she had to have had some help, and usually, when you get some help, you get some other credits
0: right. Let me see. I didn't look into it, but I was gonna say that the script makes Brad seem like such a worse actor than he is. like the scripts just so flimsy, the like lines here and there that I'm like, is he a really bad actor at the beginning? He grows into it towards the end.
1: I thought that too. I was thinking while I was watching it like Brad this isn't great for Brad. No, Although it's not he a did great say role. he's quoted as saying, "I play a good drunk because I've been a good drunk."
0: I wrote that quote <laughs> down too. And you know what's so funny when I was diving into their divorce earlier today, he talks a lot about how he has never been sober since he was in college until his divorce with Angelina and had a stint in rehab recently. But we can get into that next week when we do Brad Astra because That's current day, and we're going to talk with current day Brad, and I can't wait.
1: That's going to be fun. That's going to be good. Um, Okay, my next note, and I sort of already touched on this, but my next note is that I love, um, something I love about being in a relationship is that thing that you feel with somebody when you both get fixated on something, Mm -hmm. and you guys both just like, it's like your thing that you're like, wait, we have to talk about that thing that we always talk about because there's a new development. You know what I mean? And like this couple through the hole was that for them. And it's, it's so fun. And it's like, you don't really feel the same thing with a friend. It's really something that you experience most with, um, a significant other. And I think that they kind of captured that pretty well with the hole in the wall, that feeling of like whatever problems you're experiencing, Sort of get put aside because you're like, wait, but we have to talk about this thing.
0: Yeah, because after all, I think the reason why it doesn't happen with friends is because relationship is all relationships are pretty monotonous. It's like, especially if you live with someone, it's like you're doing the same thing, you're talking about the same things, you're seeing each other every day. So like, there's you still need that little spark.
1: Right, and something, yeah, exactly. So I think that this movie does a pretty good job of capturing that. So I sort of enjoyed feeling that for a different couple at a different stage in their marriage and life. Yeah. So that was kind of fun.
0: I also was thinking a little bit to that point is like what you said about your Instagram friend is like, I like watching a world where there's no cell phones. I feel like I haven't seen a movie where there's no
1: yeah. cell phones yeah. in
0: a while. And so if she had had a phone, that movie would have been her scrolling through her phone, watching weird porn, whatever the fuck. <laughs> But now she has, She was forced to actually look through a hole in the wall, and that's the other... Oh, God, I wish that they caught her.
1: Oh, I'm my like, God. Why didn't Why not they catch her? Why
0: didn't they catch her? Why didn't she commit suicide? Why didn't... Like, give me something.
1: She had to have gotten caught. That's. I was saying that every single time. Yeah. Every single time she looked at a hole, I was like, she's got to get caught. She's going to get caught. They're looking right at her. Well, never, I guess maybe she once. was like,
0: that's going to be really, really cool, like... We're all, they're always going to think I'm going to commit suicide, or they're always going to think I'm going to get caught. But really, I'm making an art house film, so I'm not going to give them. So what stupid. Want. It,
1: that is annoying. Also, something that seemed wildly unrealistic was that nobody in the '70s looked that good. No. It just didn't happen. Just nobody looked that good. It doesn't matter. Nobody had that good of car. Nobody had that good of <laughs> hair. Nobody's makeup was that good. And nobody's faces were that good, at least not all at once. You could pick like two of those things in but the 70s. You couldn't that about of them.
0: Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie in general, though? It's like <laughs> they're just so Well, exactly. Like, yeah.
1: That's what I mean is like they look, yeah. Brad and Angelina are too, too good looking for the roles yeah. that they were playing. And. Well, everybody they,
0: in that movie was too good looking for the roles that they were playing.
1: And their clothes were too good for the roles that they were playing. She had a different nightgown for every night that they were there.
0: Also, how fucking long were they there for?
1: Uh, yeah. Could have been, could have been a week, could have been like a year. No idea.
0: Yeah, I was trying to like put that together and then all of a sudden he's written a book and they leave. Like, I don't know, but I do love the hot, sexy on the other side, the girl who was in Glorious Bastards.
1: Yeah, she's good.
0: She's so wonderful.
1: I liked her a lot.
0: How much did it cost to make this? Or do you want to keep going? I have
1: something. no, let's, I, I, I don't really have anything else. Do you?
0: No, I guess bottom line for me is that like I don't need to see two hours of someone being depressed without like some fucked up crazy shit happening. Like her seducing the other guy was not enough of me to be like, oh my god, it was just like, okay, here we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I know? feel you. It's true. It's very art housey and it is that, made what is, art is, housey define numbers art house
0: for me. I don't, I guess I don't really know what art house is.
1: I don't know either. I just say it because it's like movies that are boring and quiet and thoughtful. <laughs> Should and, I look it up really um, quick? What art house is? Yeah, sure. Tell boring, me what quiet specific.
0: and thoughtful is, what is your definition, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just cut you off. I just, I'm like
1: and old, I think old, usually art house movies are like about like relationships and like because I also just watched Ed Astra, and without talking about it, by the same definition, Ed Astra could be defined as art house, but like it's not. So,
0: okay, so art house is defined in artistic or experimental films. Wait, oh, they are artistic and experimental films rather than merely entertaining films.
1: Yes, okay, yeah, that's a good way to put it because they weren't going for entertaining. <laughs>
0: It's typically independently produced outside of a studio, which is true. Major studios are reluctant to pour money into projects, which are unlikely to return a profit due to the limited, often niche market appeal of the material. So that being said,
1: this it's is an a great exploration. Time to talk money. Right. Okay, so yeah, numbers. So basically, this movie had some sources say $10 million budget, others say $20 million budget. I would guess $20 million and that yeah. they... They made so little money on this movie that they started to try to hedge it a little bit by saying that they only spent ten million. Oh,
0: interesting! But I bet you it was
1: it was closer to twenty. Um, it's limited release in the U.S. It made thirty-eight thousand its first week. Thirty-eight thousand its first week. But
0: didn't it just get released in art house cinemas, or was it? It major? was. It
1: was. It was limited. It was only Still like thirty-eight
0: thousand. Uh, yeah.
1: And then uh, when it opened, it's. Wide release, which wasn't really that wide, it was one hundred and forty theaters uh, or one hundred and fifty theaters. It made four hundred and twenty-two thousand. Um, its best weekend ever. It made five hundred okay. um, and eight thousand. And and when I say wide release, it, that means it also opened worldwide. It was like it's like twenty fifth week. Um, really, in the end, its total domestic gross was thirty eight five hundred and thirty eight thousand. Oh my god! <laughs> its total worldwide gross was three point seven million.
0: Was it really interesting? It's really interesting because, yes, she released it with the intention of it being an art house film, but she's yeah. Ange- she's Angelina Jolie and he's Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and they are seat fillers. So sh- I feel like that just says this is a bad movie. Even if you can call it art house, like there's some. Even if art it, house movie here's the thing Clockwork Orange you, is an art house movie
1: yeah and that's also a cult movie this yeah. movie you have Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie you could have put it in a bunch of theaters mm. and just had it do not that well but at least you would have made your money back because people would have showed up to see it just because it's there and it's because it's Brad and Angelina
0: right I just feel like the ego of it all to be like I want to make this movie because it needs to be made by me is just so gross like i don't know I, it gives me the heebie-jeebies i don't know i like, just i want to respect the art i want to respect her as an artist but it just feels so disingenuous and then to like say we did it on our honeymoon and da 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 it's just like i don't know icks me out i can't tell you why maybe it's because i just watched two people fight for 2 hours
1: and then all of their interviews seem phony as fuck.
0: Yeah, well, she talked. She's yeah. been talking about this movie actually recently because one of the major, like, one of the major um, things people talk about and why they're getting divorced was that like this movie was part of the reason. Some people say it's because oh. he cheated on her with Marianne Cotillard. So she's actually brought it up, saying there was a lot of hard parts in making it recently, but I am glad we made it because you know it's always good to make someone something with someone you love. I just want to hmm. know what the fuck he's are talking about in court.
1: Me too. Like, what's the disagreement?
0: Is it money? Is it kids?
1: Must be kids.
0: I mean, is he still close with kids? Who's he dating? She probably we just need to know what's going on. She probably on. wants like. full
1: custody. She, she probably originally asked for full
0: custody, and the court said no.
1: Well, she's probably lobbying for full custody. She's, she's probably got the best lawyers working on it right now. As we speak,
0: I used to really love her, and now I just really don't love her no more.
1: I still love Jen. I still love Jen.
0: I still love Gwyneth, and I think oh this is God, why people I love still Gwyneth.
1: <laughs> I love Gwyneth. Did you watch The Politician? <laughs> She's the best part of the show. <laughs> She's the best part of that show. I never thought okay. I'd like
0: Gwyneth. I never thought that I would like Gwyneth more than Angie, but here we are.
1: I love Gwyneth. Um. um I think... They should give it another go. I think they should give it another go.
0: Gwyneth and Brad? No, she's happily with Brad Falchuk. But I love Gwyneth in a way that, like, you love your friends who are getting... Who are no, she's
1: not. Her it. and Brad... Her and Brad... What's his name? Divorced. Falchuk? Yeah.
0: No, they're happily married. I follow her on Instagram. She's constantly talking about how much she loves him. It's his show. No? <gasps> no? They just got married, like, last year.
1: Oh, never mind. Chris Martin. Chris Martin.
0: Chris Martin, yes. Brad Falchuk works with what's-his-fuck Ryan Murphy. He, Politician's his show. Sorry. Oof. She was loves like, a
1: Brad. Sorry.
0: I, I love Gwyneth in the way you love your friends break up. I just think she's so funny to watch. <laughs>
1: she she is you know? funny. To, I do love Gwen. Yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah. Let's talk about our ratings, though.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about what the world thought about this movie. Okay, tell me. Um, so I'd like to start with Roger Ebert, who is dead, but his website continues on. And it pretty much encapsulated what I felt about it.
1: <laughs> okay. Ebert
0: gave this one star. Um, it says Angelina has produced a film that is such a borderline unendurable exercise in vapid self-indulgence that it almost feels like an exceptionally (laughs) straight faced parody of empty headed star vehicles. Fair enough. (laughs) Owie bazowie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. harsh but fair.
0: Yeah. Um, Metacritic gives it 44%. Rotten Tomatoes, 35%. IMDB gives it 5.3 out of 10. And the EW gives it a C plus. Um, Whoa, also, IMDb. Did you do your I normal IMDb like search of the trivia? N-
1: wasn't very good. Not that much no- on there.
0: There was nothing, and it was also talking in the future tense, like when this movie comes out, it will be. Nobody even gave enough of a fuck to write about it.
1: Uh, you know, probably because there was a lot of buzz because Brad and Angelina were making a movie together, and then it came out and nobody cared, and so nobody even bothered to update the IMDb.
0: <laughs> I think that's shocking to me that nobody cared about Brad and Angelina. Um, me too. Anyway. Because guess what? Uh, I care. I care for the purposes of this podcast. There are some movies that we've watched that I will watch again. And I will say to people, having seen every single Brad Pitt movie ever made, which we're really close to saying, I'm very excited. I know. Here's a movie you should watch. Here's a movie you shouldn't watch. And here's my <laughs> tune into episode 22 to hear how I feel about it.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, so what's your rating on Brad's performance?
0: I thought that he was better in scenes that she wasn't in. Yeah. I thought that he wasn't so good. I couldn't tell if he was bad because of the script or not. So I think I would give him like a 6 minus, 5.8, 5.9.
1: Okay. 5.9. I'm going to give him a... Seven.
0: Oh, really? Do you want to explain?
1: Um,
0: Yeah, I guess it's just because I think that he
1: did a fine job. Um, It wasn't extraordinary. I think his French was convincing. Mm. Um, I think what he did, what he was hired to do, which is come around and saunter on screen and look sexy and cool. And he did that. And so he gets a seven.
0: It's interesting that you say that he looked sexy and cool because our next rating is his looks, and I. Hated I really didn't like his hair. The mustache. Ooh,
1: see, I loved the mustache. Well, although, that's because
0: you have one.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna give you him. Have I'm have gonna a go good ahead.
0: mustache, though.
1: I'm gonna give him a seven on looks too because I didn't like his hair, but I liked his mustache.
0: Okay, I liked his hair. I didn't like his mustache. I also am not used to seeing him be like scrawny. He was I didn't like, like not ripped at all. He was no, like, thin and skinny, yeah. which was good for the role. But like, I think this is my least favorite look for him.
1: Wow. I okay.
0: I actually can't. I didn't. There wasn't one time I looked at him and thought, "Damn, I want to fuck him." Which is, I mean, hello. Every second of the day, I'm thinking I want to fuck him
1: <laughs> when I okay, see so, care of him. So, so what I'm do you gonna think? Give him
0: a five point four.
1: Whoa, okay,
0: maybe maybe it's because I was watching two people who were about to get divorced, like pretend like they loved each other maybe
1: pretend that just... pretend that they were happy enough to make this movie about them being sad, yeah, yeah, it's weird
0: because if we go to my theory that the world is just revolving around bad Brad Pitt's emotions, this was a really troubling time for him,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: he doesn't like to. He's a genuine fella, and he was being disingenuous in this time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Movie overall.
0: Mm 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 mm. I give her a four point three. That's low. It's a uh, low score. It's, it's been. But a that's w- what you know, it deserves. I, you know, I don't give low scores often. I just really, for me. A lot of times a movie that looks as good as this movie will get a higher score just because of the sheer brilliance of the filmmaking. And I thought that yeah. this was just lenses in a pretty location and the right light. Like, and some good styling. It, it didn't make the movie by any means. It's just the only thing that is okay about the movie as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, I agree. I Well, you know what? I'm going to give it a little bit. I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, okay. Um, because I didn't hate it. I actually kind of enjoyed it while I was watching it. But then thinking about it a little bit more you're right it is a little pretentious and it is a little bit of an exercise in like self-indulgence for her where she has really no right to speak on some of these things um but it looked good and everyone was pretty you were entertained if you're the right amount of stoned it's a interesting movie to watch
0: but and i have to say yeah i'm sorry to interrupt go on
1: No, I just, I can't say that I would recommend this to somebody unless (laughs) they really just want to feel, uh, to feel like you are in Malta for a little while.
0: Right. And so my first note that I wrote was get me to Malta right this very minute. Holy fuck. Yep. I could look at Malta forever. And then I was thinking, you know, when you told me to watch this without my phone, which is why I take notes. I was like, okay, so if I can watch two straight hours of them, not literally, not saying anything uh, to each other, and her just moaning and groaning, and like having close ups of like her mascara smeared. Ugh. <laughs> and then I read an article today that was like, this will be great for our children to watch their parents. I'm like, don't ever fucking make your kids watch this movie. Yeah, definitely
1: not. How horrifying
0: not. for them! Jesus Christ.
1: And then be like, and then we got divorced a year later. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we were in the process of divorce at that time. We just came out in the public a year later.
1: They're anyway, so silly.
0: I'm glad that we got over that because this. I'm glad that we're done talking about this movie because I've literally been. This has been the one thing that I haven't want to watch. I just like. Yeah. not Wanted to do it.
1: I've y'all may notice that we've been taking a few breaks and I think it's partially because <laughs> neither of us wanted to watch this movie and we've been avoiding it at all costs. So it's done now. And then we're going to talk about ad Astra. And then I think it's the big short after it's that The big
0: short. Yep.
1: Which is good. I like that one. And then there's only like a few movies left.
0: One, two, three,
1: four, four. Four. Well, also we have that one from 1997 or eight called dark side of the sun.
0: And we're going to redo What's Her Bitch.
1: Sel- Thelma and Louise.
0: So really we have... Six. Six.
1: So crazy.
0: So crazy. So we will have gotten to 50.
1: Perfect. Nice round number.
0: Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and people of all genders, shapes, sizes, and classes.
1: <laughs> love that. Yeah. <laughs> what she said.
0: Brad. I love and you. And Brad. From the depths <laughs> of my heart.
1: Same. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> <Goodbye. love you. laughs>